For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to New Noise. I'm your co-host, Shane Told. I'm about to bring him in. Don't worry. Don't worry. He's here. He's waiting backstage. He's coming in. Mr. Mike Howell, everybody. Oh, Hi. hey, Shano. What's hey. going on? Oh, uh, you know, not too much. Uh, just a very nice... Wednesday afternoon. Um, Beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Well, you love it because it's cloudy and kind of shitty out. That's exactly. your favorite weather. It, it really is. I don't know yeah. why. You should you should join Wolves in the Throne Room or something. They Maybe. seem like a band that would hate the sun. God, awkward bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> why? Do they have a record out or something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, hey, uh, we're back on Twitch live 6 p.m. Wednesday, August 18th. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. It's a beautiful week for music. And it was a pretty good week last week for music, too. Mm -hmm. I think it was. And I mean, before we get into that, I got some urgent news. Oh. Absolutely urgent. Extremely important. Uh, The news, the single of the year dropped today. Okay. Our boy, Carlos Santana. (laughs) 
linking back up with the man, the myth, the legend, Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. No way. This just For happened? round two. What, smoother? What's it no, called? It's called move. Oh, smooth move. I'm not going to say. Smooth move, X-Lax. I'm not going to say <laughs> it's as much of a banger as smooth, because I don't think anything will ever top that. Right. But it's pretty good. It's a bit more on the poppy side, and urgent news, got to say it. I mean, what's it been? I mean, maybe not 20 years, but like 15 at least. So there was another single attached to this and it already had like a bunch of listens to it. So I'm like, oh, is like Santana on an album cycle? This is news to me. So <laughs> I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> okay. That's huge. We'll see. Maybe it'll crack the top 10 singles of the year. Maybe. Who knows? You never know. Wow. that That is wild news. Thank you for that urgent news, Mike. You're welcome. So we had a pretty good week last week. Uh, after a slower week the week before. Now, what was tickling your fancy um, from all the releases that uh, that came out last week? And we did have a, a top seven. So, so I'm going to be honest. All of it tickled my fancy. Nice. I was pretty happy. Um, but I think let's start off with what the people want to hear. Let's talk mm. about our number one from last week, and then we'll simmer down into the rest of them. What did you think of the new Trash Boat? Uh, I think it's a great record. I think it's their best mm-hmm. record. Yep. Uh, I think that they're finally doing what they want to do. I've I've said it, I feel like I've said it like four or five times now, but, you know, I think they were always in the kind of the wrong scene mm-hmm. for what, who they truly were or are, I should say. And, um, you know, they've experimented. They've done some different stuff. They've let their aggression and attitude out um, mm-hmm, in definitely. the way they want to let it out on this album. And I think it's a very solid, cohesive album from start to finish. Yeah, and... I agree with all those statements. Uh, the first thing that popped into my mind after I got through this album the first time was, wow, did I just listen to an angry punk muse album? All right. Because that's kind of the vibes I was getting. It was very weird at points in kind of like progressive rocky ways that I weren't expecting from Trash Boat. But I really enjoyed this album all the way through. I think the songwriting is great. And yeah. wouldn't be surprised if this is on people's album of the year lists. Yeah, I mean, they've distanced themselves from, you know, when you think of the traditional American pop punk bands, mm-hmm. like whether it's New Fan Glory, The Wonder Years, or Real Friends, or any of those of that scene, this mm-hmm. album really doesn't have any uh, alignment with that at all. So mm-hmm. it's still pop punk, I guess, but it is done in sort of a, a different kind of way. I, I thought the, I think the Muse comparison is really interesting, and not just because they're English. Um mm-hmm. I really do think that that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I love this record. I think it was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I think I can understand why some people maybe don't like it. I've seen some, a little bit of negative about it. People kind of expecting the pop punk and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and just not getting absolutely any of it. Um, right. But I think this is a real growing album for them and really shows what they can do as musicians. I think it's fun. Totally. And our number two record was the EP from Lorna Shore, which um, they pretty much just like right where they left off with the first uh, single Hellfire. Uh, they carried that into the next two songs pretty much. And yeah. it was just as ferocious as that other single was. That was some of the most brutal shit I have heard in a long time. Um, I really think that that EP is going to be my EP of the year. Yeah. Um, 
it's going to be hard to top and it'll take something really interesting happening. Like I love that Kraber EP. Don't get me wrong. Right. But this Lawrence Shore EP, it's just insane how dynamic it is uh, vocally, instrumentally, adding in all of the orchestral things. It reminds me of so many different things. It goes to like obviously classic black metal sounds into classic metal sounds. And then you've got the death core elements with all the breakdowns. And then at points when you bring in that orchestral element, especially on the third track, it almost starts to make me feel like this is black and power metal or like death core power metal. And like, I am here for it. I love this sound. I need a full album of this as soon as physically possible. Yeah. It is interesting though, how they've seemed to sort of create their own sound here with this. Mm -hmm. Like nobody is really, taking it quite as far as they are yep. um, in, in this way. So I agree. I, I don't know when um, they're going to be putting out a full length. I assume this I hope so. stuff takes a long time to yeah. prepare. Uh, there's a lot going on, a lot of layers, um, a lot of hits, a lot of hits of things. Oh, yeah. You know, so like, nobody in that band is human. I don't believe it anymore. Yeah. Everybody just plays too fast and too well. It's, beautiful yeah it's it's something else um i know we have five other records yeah the only um, one i really listened to i I touched on all of them a little bit and the singles mm -hmm. and such but uh was the slaughter to prevail album which i was very very excited about also did not disappoint um it's just so such a fun listen it is like i was listening to this record the first time and i think it's bradva is the song where it comes in. It's like, you are now listening to the Alex, the terrible. And then that <laughs> riff just hits. Like I was pretty solidly sold on the record. That song came on and I was just like, all right, I love this record. I love all the new metal influences going on within it. I think it's something that has been kind of coming to metalcore a lot more recently. Yeah. Um, with like another band who put out a great album last week, Afterlife. But to kind of bring it into deathcore and just really make it like Limp Bizkit with breakdowns and just super heavy. Like it is so cool what they've been able to do. The riffing and everything is just so well done on this record. Yeah. It, I, I, it's interesting. I, I feel like it's not cheesy though. Like it's no, it's still like, it has a real just fun character to mm-hmm. it without it kind of going too far. Exactly. As well, which, which I, yeah, I'm, I'm way into it. So, the Slaughter uh, to Prevail. Chat's loving it. People are talking about it in the chat. Hell yeah, chat. People are digging Slaughter to Prevail. Let's go. Slaughter to Prevail has been reminding me of um, that Within Destruction album from last year, too. Right. Where it's deathcore without like the aesthetic, like, hey, we need to be as dark and dreary and disgusting as possible. It's just like, hey, we're going to write deathcore and it's going to be fun and take whatever influences we want. And I'm here for it. I love it. Hell yeah, man. Uh, what else? Uh, so obviously I just spoke about it, that Afterlife release. I really enjoyed that one. I think it's a solid uh, up-and-coming metalcore band that everybody should really be checking out. I love that record. I think I've spun it like three or four times now. Mm-hmm. Um, they hid some songs from us with the singles, and I think some of the best songs aren't the singles, which is always really, really fun when you get into a release and your favorite songs weren't those ones that you've been hearing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, always super surprising to me. I love that record. Um, I love the new Caskets record as well. I think that that was 
super fun, super well done, really dynamic record that kind of does what I enjoy, where they manage to bring some really emotional topics and actually convey the emotion into the music, which is quite enjoyable. And then yeah. um, New Spirit Breaker, obviously, amazing metalcore. Absolutely your boys. My boys. Your boys. Um, and I had some stuff that I missed last week that I want to go over. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, first up, I missed an EP from our boys, If I Die First. Right. It's a continuation of that CU Face Cowboy uh, split EP that they did. It is straight up 2000s emo post-hardcore. I absolutely love it. If you're a big fan of like Census Fail, any of that old era stuff, like old Silverstein even, like right up your alley. It sounds so good and it's very well done. Cool. I have to check that out. Next up, I'm going to get a little weird. Um, I didn't know that this album was dropping. They had some issues where uh, they actually ended up getting signed to a label right before they were about to release the album. Huh, okay. And the label said, hey, like, let's just pause that and move your release date and release the album later when we can do like shirt pre-orders and a bunch of cool stuff like that. Uh, this band's called Mouth Breather. They're super sick, like chaotic math core. Um, it's just like 35, 40 minutes of the most intense shit you've ever heard like fall of troy but mixed with elements of like grindcore which is just super cool yeah and um, this other new band that i found they're called fawn limbs uh they released a new album as well which is really weird because it's also kind of this chaotic math core but in between there's breaks of kind of like ambient almost like noir jazz with spoken words telling a story throughout the entire album and it's kept kind of like a journal log between tracks as well, where like he starts out with the first song is like day three and like stuff like that. It's very cool. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Definitely weird. I understand not a lot of people are going to love it, but go check it out because they're small band. They're super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and there were some great singles last week too. I know you had had a chance to check out the new Ice Nine Kills uh, oh, yeah. video and everything. I hadn't seen it last week. That was something. Dude. They just keep pushing the envelope, man. Like it's so good. It, it really, it's all you could say. It's like, it's so good. It's so crazy. Like these, you know, you think of, of what, you know, Lorna Shore is doing mm-hmm. just, just so much care and, and emphasis into every little detail. Ice and Kills is doing that too in a different genre. Yeah, You know, 100%. It's, it's just, I can't imagine the amount of time it takes to, Put put all this stuff together, especially about, the video. about three years. That's how long oh, yeah. we waited for this record. Yeah. So, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. Um, I like the new Dream Theater single a lot too. Yeah, you know, it's a banger. Yeah, I put it on and it really evoked the feeling of images and words. You know, their mm-hmm. debut album for me, it felt like classic Dream Theater. The vocals were a little different. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know, James Labrie, maybe he's. I don't know if he can still, still sing that high. I think he can, but uh, different different vibe on the vocals. But no, like it's mm-hmm. pretty much right away you hear it and you know it's Dream Theater right away, which is how I like my Dream Theater. So oh, yeah. I'm into it. It's super recognizable, and I don't know, I loved it. Dream Theater are just so talented all the way around, and couldn't go wrong with it. I'm trying to think if there's any other cool singles from uh, Crown of the Empire. That was a big one yeah. for you. I with, love that uh, featuring uh, Courtney Laplante. That's yep. definitely a uh, a big one there. Mm-hmm. They're back. You like you um, said they never missed. Great song. 
Oh, yeah. uh, new Drag Thunder. Drag Thunder, uh, yes. That's, that's a banger, too. Yep. They're, they're, it's very it's very punk. Uh, very, like, almost like could be a Beartooth, older Beartooth song. Mm-hmm. But a little I know, bit. I compared the bands uh, quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, but but definitely like a super catchy chorus. Yep. Um, another band I want to touch on that I don't think gets enough love. There's a new This Wildlife single. Yeah. And that song is absolutely incredible. The whistle, like, they do a whistle part. That has been stuck in my head all week. It is so catchy. I absolutely love it. And like the song title is cool. It's like, if it's cool with you, I'm cool with being through. Like, I love that. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, they're a great band. And, and yeah, we've talked about how they're sort of underrated and sort of like, they kind of sort of don't belong in our scene, but they are scene kids. Yeah. And um, they did a Bring Me the Rising cover. So, they're allowed to stay and I love them. And Kevin's my homie. So, uh, all about it. Absolutely. Love it. For sure. You want to get in some stuff from this week? Absolutely. We've got a top six this week, six top six. Um, I know it says five. Oh, hold on. I can, I can edit it. Fix it right now, Shane. I can't do this show if things aren't right. <laughs> okay. Are you fucking happy? I am. fucking. All happy. right. <laughs> Let's get into that top six, starting with number six. All right, number six, we're going to get into it. We've got a new album called Error Boy by Little Lotus, another venture into the uh, emo rapper gone pop punk scene. Uh, I am a huge fan of this one, though. I absolutely love Little Lotus. I think he's a super talented uh, songwriter. Uh, one of the singles has Chrissy Costanza from Against the Current on it. I think that, that track's an absolute banger. I think that if you've been really vibing with this new wave of pop punk, that you're going to really enjoy this record. Totally. And I'll be honest, I don't know too much about this artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I heard the singles that, that were um, released so far. And it's funny because you would, you would look at this guy and he's got, you know, tattoos on his face and he mm-hmm. looks very emo rap and stuff like that. This music is not really rap at all. No. This is seemingly very... Very poppy pop punk, mm-hmm. uh, like very modern. Um, does Travis does Travis Barker play drums on this by any chance? No, he does not. Oh, he doesn't because it sounds like he does. Yeah, um, it sounds like a very John Feldman Travis Barker production. But um, no, I, I think that um, I think this is pretty good. But it's sort of yeah, it kind of threw me mm-hmm. off when I saw like you know he's got the little in his name, which kind of implies more of a rap scene guy and well, the way he looks. And, and this is really just. This sounds like a pop punk band, if anything. Well, I know you already like his other band. We just talked about him. If I die first. Oh right. So, yep. Super okay. talented dude. I think he's very involved in the scene. He grew up as a scene kid. He knows what's going oh, okay. on. Um, cool. Very entrenched in it. Can't wait for this record. I think it's gonna be fun. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. That's number six. Hell yeah! Don't number get five. number five. I know yeah. you're going to talk about this well, a lot. Well, I'm, I, I think if I know what it is, if I, oh, yeah. I have a little feeling. Well, you know, uh, you made the graphics, Shane. Come on. Well, they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. All right, uh, number five. We've got the new record coming in from Lord. It's called Solar Power. Yes, she dropped the third single today. I haven't had time to check it out yet. I've been very busy, fortunately, with work. But I have also not. I, I'm, you know, I'll tell you, I'm excited. I'm really excited to hear this third single. So Lord's last album was, we are going to move on to number three now, Deaf Heaven, going emo on your ass. Not exactly. Going they're going, emo. they're not, they're going 
shoegazy. All right, let's move on. Something a little different, very different. Number three. Very different. So number three, new album Retrofit by Settle Your Scores. I got this record in the mail today. Pre-order records, it supports the bands. Sometimes you get music early. That's right. Now, I don't know much about this band. Um, Have we talked about them before? Yeah, we talked about some singles. They are easy core. Right. Um, Yeah, and I heard the singles, you know, 1999 especially, and... This band seems to ride the line between like cheesy and like really yeah, good. Very I, well. I, you know, they're somewhere in there, you know? They're, they're like a bowling for soup, less than Jake, where it's like right early less than Jake, not so much anymore, but like right there. Like, is this a meme or are they just connecting with me emotionally? And I think that this is the latter. I think that they're kind of right around the same age as us, where they're kind of becoming like older scene people and they've got all these kind of nostalgia fueled memories and that's kind of what they're tapping into for this release especially listening to songs that weren't singles i think that this album is in kind of the same way as an easy core release that came out earlier chunk no captain chunk it is kind of bringing back this nostalgic sound this blending of genres in a way that i don't know just speaks to us no definitely and yeah if you look at like some of their artwork and their imagery um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at least with their, their previous stuff, this stuff seems, the new stuff seems like it's got this, uh, like a sheet of paper look. I don't know if the mm-hmm. album is going to look like that. It's that. Uh, okay. But the, you know, they have imagery that's very kind of, of a certain time, you know, and now they're singing about a certain time, which is, um, I don't know, probably for younger people, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But for me, like. I can really remember 1999. <laughs> like it's, I don't know. It's hard to hard to describe. But I'm like, yeah, I remember that. It was fine. I was 18. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It's just, it's just a funny kind of thing. Like, and also maybe a little too on the nose with 1985. By you brought them up, yeah. uh, Bowling for Soup. So, yeah, I think this album is going to be great, though. Well, I know it's great, right? I've heard it. Yeah, spun it twice today. Um, Overall, it's just really fun. These guys do, I think, a little bit heavier than Chunk um, throughout the album. They, I keep comparing it to Chunk. They're both easy core. I think that this isn't as groundbreaking as Chunk was with what they did with kind of like evolving their sound. I think that this is more that classic sound for easy core that they've kind of like, hey, we're still here holding the flag while all the easy core bands are gone. We still sound like a day to remember in 2008, like come listen to us. And they do it very, very well. They have their own unique style to it. Like I compare them to a day to remember they have, they're their own thing. Don't get me wrong, but it's like this very time capsulated sound now that you don't get a lot. Kind of like if somebody were to put out a classic rise core record right. this year, like, right? it immediately is going to take you back to like, 2010, 2015, whenever that is for you that you discovered all those bands and just kind of put you in that frame of mind. And this album does that really well for me. I immediately, I put it on and I immediately start thinking of like my first warp tour that I was going to when I was just getting out of high school. Yeah. There it is. Settle your scores at number three. All right. We got, we got two more. Um, I'm ready for number two. Two more. Number two. Uh, Coming in, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. You mentioned it. Uh, we've got the new album Primordial Arcana from Wolves in the Throne Room. 
Yeah. This band ain't for everybody who listens to this show, and that's okay. But you should go check it out because this is another record I got early this week. Oh, cool. Got a Tuesday. Spun this one a few times. It is absolutely immaculate. I think this is a masterclass on modern black metal. It doesn't fall into the trap of, oh, we're black metal, so we need to record bad. It is right. top-notch recording. It is very well done. The writing on this is great. The riffs are catchy, and I don't know what more to say about it besides the fact that it's just incredible and eerie and exactly what you want from a black metal release. Well, um, I was introduced to this band. It's kind of a funny story. Um, yeah. We were playing a festival. I can't remember where it was. We played kind of early, and we had been <laughs> drinking, and our guitar tech said, hey, who wants to go see Wolves in the Throne Room? And um, we were like, oh, okay. So we, we kind of walked over to the stage and we, I don't know, we ended up, we were carrying a bunch of beers with us, you know, and getting ready to, to watch this crazy metal band that I'd never heard before. And it was like, just the stage was packed. Like there were so many people, we couldn't like really get anywhere near the like stage. Like those European fests always could, Yeah, couldn't see, couldn't hear. So our guitar tech, who probably was leading the party, he was like, no, I know a way. I was here earlier. Like we could go this way. And so we had like these passes, I don't know. And we ended up kind of under the stage mm -hmm. and kind of lost. And then we ended up kind of coming up this weird staircase slash trap door. And keep in mind, this is while Wolves in the Throne was full on in the middle of their set, right? <laughs> and we just kind of end up in this weird place, like kind of between the barricade and the monitors, like in front okay. of the band. <laughs> so like... The band could see us, and we were, like we were not supposed to be there, but we were kind of far enough away that we weren't really like in the way. So we were just there, mm -hmm. like sipping our you know fucking German beers or whatever, yeah. watching the like just like this crazy like like black metal band play. And the band was obviously very confused as to why we were there. Like they kept oh, looking yeah. at us. They killed <laughs> uh, their set, though, right? But I yeah, I like ever since then I was like, man, this band is awesome, and and I you know started listening to them all the time. So um, I love that you have brought uh, brought this band into the into the top six at number two. Yeah, I mean, Woo, big week. Number if two. you had come to me on Monday and said, hey, where's Wolves in the Throne Room going to be this week? I would have said, ah, uh, maybe like four or five, just kind of knowing what's going out. After hearing this record, it got moved up to two because this thing is just absolutely amazing. I think it is incredible and something that is so well done in the genre that even if you are not a fan of black metal, this could either make you a fan possibly or at least allow you to kind of appreciate what black metal is when it's done very well. Absolutely. Uh, love it. Love the pick. That's number two, which means we're going to get to our number one album of the week after this. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, rockabilia.com up there in the corner. They make, they sell. I don't know if they make the band merch, but they sell it over half a million items. They sell and they got great prices. But if you want an even better deal, use promo code Shane S H A N E and you can save an extra 10% off. And they got so much stuff. 10 whole percent. 10 entire and 10 entire percentage points. It's not like gas prices where it's like 9% and 0.999%. It's <laughs> 10 whole It's ones. a full 10.00 repeat. Whoa. 
Yeah. Repeat net zero decimal. Okay. Rockabilly.com. Check it out. Use promo code Shane. There you go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mike, we're back. We're here. We Ready are to talk here. About the we one. are here. Um, yeah. So this is. I'm very excited about this record. Oh yeah, we um, talked about it a bit already. I'll let you announce it. We've got. The second coming of Colors by Between the Buried and Me, BT Bam, as is the more fun way to refer to them. Yeah, BT Bam is a real fun acronym. It is. Like, there's some good ones, like We Car, I always thought was kind of a fun one. Mm -hmm. But BT Bam, nothing gets better. Nothing's better than that. Um, So, this is Colors 2, meaning that it should be a sequel, right? Yeah. Which can mean a lot of things. In music, yeah, it could be it could be sequel in spirit, sequel in story, sequel right. in concept. I'll tell you though, this sound of this record, if we're judging from the two singles, is buck wild. As I like to refer to it, yes, it is buck wild. These singles have been absolutely insane and chaotic in all the right ways that I am not expecting from BT Bam normally. Like I expect a little bit of chaos and like mathy stuff going on. These are just off the chain. Like, it almost reminds me of, like, we talked about 12 Foot Ninja a couple weeks back and then putting out singles. Like, it reminds me of stuff like that where it's just, like, pure chaos for, I don't know, it almost seems like comedy's sake because it's so crazy, but it fits in the music so well. And it's just so good. (laughs) Yeah, it is, like, kind of comedic that's a good Mm -hmm. word for it like there's times when it's kind of like you you do like a double take i know you're listening but like your ears do a double take you're just like what like what did i just hear like was that like Mm -hmm. a weird cowbell and like a you wouldn't be surprised if you heard like a like for a second or whatever you're like what the hell was that but then it sort of works Mm -hmm. i I just and and i and this is maybe a bad description and i've only heard the two songs but it's like it's just like so out there it's kind of hard to process in real time. Like, I feel like if you listen to this over and over again, you'll pick up something else each time. Exactly. I think this is going to be an album that a lot of people can do that with too, because they're going to be listening to it so much. I think that the guts of this record are going to just have insane replayability. I think that this record is going to be one of the albums of the year for a lot of people. I think that it's going to be absolutely incredible. I know like, BT Bam fans are absolutely crazy about BT Bam too. So like right. whenever there's a release, they sell it out everywhere. Like, I think they moved like six or 7,000 records on announcement day and announced the second pressing like a week later, like for vinyl. And like, yeah. Um, sincerely me in the chat. saw BT Bam in Pittsburgh on Sunday and they performed Fix the Air and it's amazing live. I am a hundred percent sure of that because BT Bam is one of the best live bands I've ever seen. I went to the Colors 10-year reunion tour, I want to say, and they played the album in full, 
and it sounded even better than it did on record. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, it's just insane. They they are. Um, Tommy and Paul are two two of the most talented members of the scene. I mean, Tommy mm-hmm. is such a music. He's like a music encyclopedia. Yeah, you know he knows he knows probably more about music than even you, Mike. Oh, I'm sure he is. Like he is so crazy about you know knowing the history and how bands came to be and the evolution. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's that they're self aware enough to kind of know where they're at right now. Yeah, and they, they, I mean they've taken so many twists and turns, but this is this is a good turn right here. I think so as well. I think and this, yeah, this, this is, is just. Back as possibly one of the best BT Bam albums ever, I think. Just it how could, it's going already. Yeah, it, it could be. I mean, I, I really wonder how much they're going to lean into, uh, you know, I don't want to call it, I, I don't know how to say say it without sounding off- offensive because I like, I but I like it at the same time, but like the elements of, Randomness. I don't know, the little, yeah, like the little random mm-hmm. mo- moments that I wonder how much those are going to be on this record. If it's going to be like those first two singles, all throughout if there's going to be some so. more vintage stuff or if there's going to be some even more out there stuff but it's i, I hope it gets weird like, it, yeah it's entertaining when it does i'm going to put on this record and i'm just going to say all right here's the next hour of my time let's see where we go it, it's yep. definitely i'm not going to listen to this thing first thing friday i'm going to wait till i'm done working i'm going to sit on the couch I'm going to put it on. <laughs> I'm going to toss the phone across the room and that's what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. You need like an hour to listen to it and then like probably 20 to 25 minutes just to recover from what yeah. you've heard. Uh, just yeah, to soak it. Exactly. Take it Go all for in. for a walk. That's Think right. Think about life. That's right. Well, that is our top six um, and a great list. Very, very diverse. Everything from Lord to Wolves in the Throne Room this week. Uh, let's do a quick recap before we get into honorable mentions. Let's do it. Number six. Number six, we've got the new album, Error Boy by Little Lotus. Number five. Number five, we've got the new album, Solar Power by Lord. Yeah. Number four. Number four, we're coming in with Infinite Granite by Deaf Heaven. Deaf Heaven, number four. Number three. Got Retrofit by Settle Your Scores. There it is. Number two. Primordial Arcana by Wolves in the Throne Room. Yes, like the I like the voice change there. And oh, yeah. the number one record of the week is Colors Two by BT Band. Between the Barry and Me, gonna be a wild ride. That's right. And of course, you can find Mike's full list on his Instagram, which is right under his him right there at Slappy Slam on Instagram at Slappy Slam. Uh, all right, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I got 26 this week. Oh, no. Okay, we got to go through them fast. We do got to go through them fast, and that's what we're going to try and do. So first one we already talked about, Carlos Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Match. Okay, 20. cool. Uh, next next. One, we're getting a new album from Carcosa. Uh, this is super cool deathcore band. I absolutely love them. The only reason it's an honorable mention and not on our normal list is that half of the album is an EP with reimagined songs that they already released. So like they added a bunch of features. So I don't think there's enough new material to justify being put on the normal list, but everybody okay. should go, still go check this out. This band's amazing. What was it called again? Carcosa, their new album. Carcosa. I don't remember what the album's called. Okay. Yeah, very cool. Uh, next up, we've got a sick new song by Volvedenia, Deathcore out of South Africa. 
and it's featuring Ali Aleron of Archspire, so you know it's going to be buck wild. All right. Super stoked on that. Uh, we got a lot of huge singles this week, uh, so I'm just going to get into it. We got a new Youngblood single. Okay. We love Youngblood here. Super talented dude. Uh, we got a new Every Time I Die single. Did you get a they chance never, to check that out yet? I haven't. They, they never missed, though. I mean... Oh, no. It's a solid. solid I've been loving. Track. I've been loving the new stuff, um, yep. and it looks like you know. You you said before that every time I die, I think they have a record done. Mm-hmm. They've just kind of been waiting because touring is such a big part of you know their income and everything. They've been waiting yep. to to tour announce the out, tour so. and announce an album. In the same there we week. go. Right they're under themselves. they're on that under oath tour with Spirit yep. Box. That's going to be one of Huge the biggest tour. tours of next year. Uh, and speaking of. The wonderful people in Spirit Box are getting a new Spirit Box single on Friday as well. I feel like she's on everything. Like I, oh yeah, it's great. I feel like a week doesn't go by where I don't get to hear Courtney Laplante's voice. This is it's wonderful. What I a beautiful it. world we live in. I know, right? Uh, next up, let's go to our local boys and very good friends in Guardrail. They're putting mm. out a new single. I have heard it. I absolutely love it. Shout out to Kevin and all the homies. It is great. Make sure you listen to that one. Yes. Don't let the diet punk moniker fool you. Uh, there's there's lots of calories in this one. Oh, so, yeah. uh, Chicago's finest guardrail. Get all up in there with the new single. Next up, let's get sad. We got a new single from Mayday Parade. Mm. Love Mayday Parade. I hope with this one, they announce the album. Uh, it's kind of about that time. I love Sunnyland. Probably one of my favorite pop punk albums ever. And I really hope that we continue to get the same kind of material that vibes with that. I think it's made a parade at their best. Woo for sadness. Woo for sadness. Hell yeah. Uh, and where do we want to go? Where do we even want to go, Mike? Uh, Phineas is putting out a new single. They've got an album dropping next week too. So be on the lookout for that on this show. Okay. Uh, next up, cool post-hardcore band, The Seafloor Cinema, is putting out another new single on Friday. Seafloor Cinema. What a name. I know, right? It's so cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Next up, we're getting a new album cycle beginning and the first single from Motionless and White on Friday. Mm. Huge news. These guys have been blowing up and I'm super interested to see where they go. Opening up for Alice Cooper, headlining huge tours. I think that these guys are getting surprisingly large out of our scene. Yeah, Um, I think think that they're pretty much one song away from like hitting that Oh, yeah. big 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 time i know and which is weird because they've been around for a long time but i really mm-hmm. think they're on that cusp of of something something huge so uh yeah and, good for them and speaking of bands from our scene that have hit that something huge we're getting the first single from the new album by asking alexandria nice should be pretty good i don't know i don't know pretty don't cool know. pretty cool uh next up let's get into some smaller bands uh, we're getting a new Bad Flower single. I think that album drops next week as well, if not in September. Uh, so that's coming up very quickly. I've been really falling in love with these guys with these last couple singles. I think they're great. Yep. Definitely. Uh, uh, I see it every week. I think every time they are coming out with a new single, at least. Um, yeah, they're they're one of the better radio rock mainstream uh, rock outfits out there. So yep. definitely there's a little bit more substance to them than uh, other bands that you hear maybe uh, flicking around on the radio. Agreed. Uh, next up, my favorite punk band right now, uh, Making Punk Sexy again. we got a new single from Wargasm coming out on Friday. Super excited for this. I think these guys are just absolutely batshit insane with how angry they are. And you can feel it in the music. 
it's top tier. Okay. Uh, next up, also speaking of being angry, we've got a new single from Hollowfront, which is super cool. Uh, Grand Rapids Metalcore Band, I think. I forget what label they're on. It might be 2400, I want to say. But they're super good. Um, if you like bands like Fit for a King, right up your alley. You're going to love Hollowfront. Uh, next up, let's just talk about some more Metalcore. We got the new single from Silent Planet. Oh. We love Silent Planet here. Silent Planet represent. Hell yeah. Um, hmm. I talked about these guys earlier in the show. Uh, just kind of referring to them. We're getting a new census fail single. Okay. What's interesting about this is we're getting the kind of come up that's from uh, Buddy featuring on an Ice Nine Kills single or on an Ice Nine Kills song in the new album. And Spencer Carnes from Ice Nine Kills is going to be featuring on the census fail single, which I think okay. is a real interesting take for first single on an album cycle from them. Uh, I agree. I agree for, for sure. It. But yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's been a while since we had new music from Census Fail, at uh, least. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they did that Lush Rimbaugh thing mm-hmm. uh, a while back, but like, you know. They, they was... did the re-release of the EP, the, like the re-recording of that. Right. But before that, like, I think it's been a while for the album. I'm sure somebody yeah. in chat knows and will tell us. Uh, they'll know. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's that's great news. And let's just get the features out of the way. Uh, Fox Era, this band I've talked about quite a bit and absolutely love. It's got Michael Swank from Michael Relocate, which is one of my favorite old school bands. Uh, they have a new single coming out with Kellen Quinn on it. Kellen Quinn's everywhere. Go peep it. Um, next up, really excited. These guys just signed a sharp tone and have announced that new music is coming soon. Well, that new music is coming this Friday. We're getting a new single from Boston Manor. Super oh. talented band. Hell yeah. I, I think this band is great. I'm super oh, yeah. excited for new music from them. Uh, just love love their last record. 100%. And speaking of bands that I love their last record, and I'm really surprised we're getting new material from so far, uh, Heart of Gold putting out new music, which is super sick. Um, I think Michael from Being His Notion is his side project. Right, right. So, so that's right. Yep. Yeah. Super cool. Um, anybody involved in Being His Notion, any of their side projects, it's going to be insanely good those guys yeah. are just so talented uh, My, michael's an unbelievable singer i uh i love when he does that that crooning stuff oh yeah uh next up speaking of just absolutely stupid talent uh we're getting a new single from viljarta which is the swedish gent Saul, weird progressive metalcore deathcore band that i absolutely love they're super heavy and super good make me want to put down my guitar uh, next up, my favorite emo rapper is releasing a new single, 93 Feet of Smoke. Make sure you go check that out. I think it's one of the most talented in the game and absolutely killing it. And he's not doing this pop punk thing to my knowledge. So, okay. We've been an emo rappy. Okay. Um, next I'm all right up, with that. Yeah. Next Somehow. up. Uh, two songs kind of in the same vein. Uh, we're getting a new single from Dead. It's D E D. Who's the band that? Uh, Greeley Estates, those guys. Two of the members of Greeley Estates. Uh, oh, created dead. oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's why that band blew up so quickly. Right. Yeah. Super I, talented guys, though. New metalcore. Super fun. Yeah, that is cool. I I uh, didn't know that. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. Very interesting. I forget what members. Not the vocalist, dude. He's busy doing whatever he does again. I forget. He's being a dad. Yeah, that's what it is. Love him. Dadding it up. That's right. Uh, and then kind of right in the same vein right there, we're getting a new single from Tala. Uh, these guys are super fucking heavy and super good. 
Uh, they recently got a new member. I forget her name, but she was the guitarist of Dollskin, mm. uh, which I'm really happy. She's in a metalcore band. She hasn't missed a beat. And I've seen video of her playing live with them during like practice sessions and stuff and fits perfectly. So I'm really excited. Awesome. For material. Uh, next up, we've got two, one more single I know is coming out and one that I'm don't know when it's dropping. Hoping this Friday. Uh, we're getting a new single from the plot new. Ah, very exciting. Always bands are doing this recently where they tease like, Hey, should we drop another new single on Friday? And I think everybody kind of reads the room and is like, we know you're already going to do it. <laughs> like, you can right. get all negative responses on that post and that single will still drop on Friday, Plot New. I know. So it's going to be good. We love the Plot New. Landon's a god. And last- Catch him this fall on tour of Silverstein. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, guess we're leaving after the openers. <laughs> oh, Oh, kidding, buddy. I can't make it. So, uh, next up, uh, this is the one I don't want anybody to get their hopes too high and say, Oh my God, I am so excited for Friday. This is the only release that matters. I don't know when this is actually dropping. I just know that it's coming soon. New music band from Florida has been away for a while. Who do you think it is, Shane? Band from Florida. Okay, give me a genre. Uh, emo. Emo? Just emo. 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 Band from Florida. Been away for a while. Under oath. Can't be under oath. Nope. They're not, not really emo anyway. We got them too recently. This is longer than under oath has been away. I think. Uh, like, like, wow. Um, somebody says Anne Berlin. That's a good guess. Somebody's very, right. That's a very good guess. Because somebody's right. Yeah. Uh, new Anne Berlin music soon. Uh, we haven't gotten an actual new album from them in, God, how long? 2010, is that what it says? It's wow. hard because they've got other live albums uploaded, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, you can't always tell. No, yeah, actual so new actual new music. It was 2014, yeah. Actual new music. Yeah, so. because, well, yeah, because they broke up around 2015, mm-hmm. uh, 2014, 2015. And it didn't seem like they were ever coming back. Like that was yeah. like done, done. Yeah. And that's why it's surprising to me too. I like, they were doing like uh warp tour dates or something like that too. And like when it happened or what was it? I think like the rate I was at warp tour the day they announced it in the radio station that was there. Like, cause Detroit always has like 89 X was always at warp tour. Yeah. They're yeah. like, we just got word that Amberlin is breaking up. Yeah. And a bunch of people were sad. Yeah, I'm I think sad. that was 20, 2014. That would have been when that happened. And then mm-hmm. 2015, I had Stephen Christian on the show on this podcast, one of my first guests. Yep. And it seemed like hell no. Like they're never, he's not got no interest. And then, yeah, I saw them play <laughs> in these- Chicago. What? Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Just before the pandemic, I think it was... And yeah, we've gotten all these live stream shows every they, album too. Yeah, they've been doing all this stuff. So, um, I mean, Amberlynn, a lot of people probably haven't seen them before because, you know, it's been a, been a long time since they were banned. Yeah. They are one of the best live bands. Mm-hmm. Um, their drummer is a monster. Steven Insane. is one of the best live vocalists. They always sound amazing. 
Um, and yeah, I think all their albums are great too. Can't miss. So I can't wait for New Amberlin. Yep. I think it's going to be great. So nobody please hold me to that on Friday. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. It's coming very soon. Mm. Very, very soon. Don't know when, but yay. Yeah. And hopefully they don't hear this and not release new music because of it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it'll be fun. That's all I got. This that's week. it. That's it. That's that it. was all twenty six. We did go through them pretty fast. Yeah, we did. Let me see. It. Nice. I don't know. I could find more if you want. Uh, there's a new "Everyone Dies in Utah" single. How about that? We got. I more. know. Yeah. Uh, there's a new "Creeping Death" single. That's pretty cool. I like those guys. Let me see. Oh, there's uh, "Portrayal of Guilt." Did a split EP with this band called Chat Pile. It's basically one single each, but the seven inch looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and they sound great. So make sure you go check that out. I don't know. Cool. Cool. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff all the time. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for coming by. And we'll see you next week on The New Noise.